0: Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the Eat Pray Slave podcast. I am your host, Shillene Carter. I am joining you today for a little solo cast. Um, We are now in week four of um, social distancing and experiencing probably the most um, traumatic, I guess, experience. Um, In terms of energy and healing work, trauma can be anything that your body perceives as um, a threat and unable to handle. So a lot of trauma for most people. What is labeled as trauma happens usually between the ages of one and eight or birth and eight years old. Um, your soul comes to this earth to learn and experience certain things. And when there is not a, an adult regulating the system and when you are learning from other people, literally you're absorbing all of their tendencies, their behaviors, their patterns, their energetic frequencies, and are not self-regulating at that point. So what happens is the experiences that you have between zero and eight years old, then basically plays out as an adult for you to learn how to regulate your system. This is your soul's assignment, the contract in which you've made to come here to this earth to experience and the things that you're meant to learn. So again, it's your personal soul's contract. Not everybody is going to experience the same thing. So it's interesting that as a collective right now, we are experiencing what would be considered trauma for most people. We have not been uh, prepared to take on this kind of experience of social isolation. So humans are a they're pack animals for lack of a better term they we really thrive in community we thrive together we thrive when we utilize each other's gifts and talents and support one another um, and collaborate and right now we are experiencing more distance and more separation than most people that are living right now have ever experienced um there are other traumatic things that happen like war and, and different things like that. But in our lifetime, most of us, this will be a very poignant moment in our life. Our culture in general has been very masculine energy driven. So um, a few episodes back, you can go check this out when you have some extra time or right after this episode. But the masculine and feminine energies, when I speak about those, I don't mean boy and girl. I actually mean masculine as far as um, it's masculine is structure, it's consistency, it's achieving, um, it's rigidity, it's foundational, whereas the feminine energy is more fluid, more spontaneous, more creative, um, more adaptable, more, I don't know if I already said fluid, but fluid, and <laughs> um, it's more transcendental, okay? It is not that solid form. When I think of masculine and feminine energies, I think of masculine like the mountain, and I think of water like the rivers and the oceans. Both need each other. Um, and what that means is that right now, we have for centuries honored A very masculine society, right? Like goals. um, The hustle culture right now is, is, was alive and thriving, (laughs) Um, you know, up until about four weeks ago. But what's happened is we've really honored routine, um, extreme structure. Uh, We've, the hierarchy of, there's like a, a dogma type of thing, you know, like a very patriarchal based society where, even if you look at corporate America, if you look at the way a lot of companies are built, they are built on a very rigid um, structure. Whereas it was interesting to see this because I've noticed this as, again, as like a healer and somebody that observes patterns of energy. As a collective, we were already experiencing the rise in the feminine energy think of all there are so many more like startup companies of people like that are are providing experiences like uber create your own schedule there were so many more opportunities as of late for autonomy of your life on the entrepreneurial rise in business, I mean, just astronomical. It's crazy to see the amount of people starting their own businesses and really taking control of their own lives. People that are more work from home, more, again, things like, like Uber or something like that where they can kind of work when they want. Um, that is a feminine energy of business. And it has been on the rise. What's happened is people are finding that that balance of masculine and feminine energy in their life feels good. They're liking it. They're liking having the ability to go to their kids' school functions and still be a six-figure earner. They're liking that they're able to vacation for a month at a time with their families while still getting a, a paid people are discovering that there isn't just one way to do it. It isn't just working a nine-to-five and collecting a paycheck and having really, you know, all right insurance, because let's be real, I've worked for a corporation, and I was like, I have insurance, and I was like, oh, wait. It <laughs> only covers that? Okay. Um, so, but the reality is, like, this this experience is allowing us to explore a more feminine way of living. So right about now, I'm noticing a lot of people developing habits of great morning routines. So that's something that all of my one-on-one clients, I work with them with. I have even a a small little program if you have a hard time getting started. Um, It's been on sale during this time because I feel like people need it. But of things that I implement in my morning routine, things that I recommend for my clients. But then there's this level of What feels good for the day? So for me, like I read every morning and I meditate every morning. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes I read for an hour. Sometimes I read one page. Sometimes I read one paragraph. (laughs) But that's honoring both the masculine and the feminine. I know that if I set my day up with meditation, reading, movement, and nutrition, all of those things create a very solid foundation for me. And so you're seeing people begin to find these grooves that feel good. They're honoring themselves. They're honoring what feels good in their bodies. Um, They're moving. They're getting outside. They're getting more sunlight. These are helping with some of the energetic. um, I almost want to say it's not an attack, but what's happened is this really stark force of staying at home distancing yourselves from loved ones experiencing a lot of grief um I know honestly I have seen more pets pass away in the past three weeks than I probably have all of last year like people that are close to me my sister put her dog down like all of these things that again I honestly in the past year could count on one hand the number of like animal deaths I can count that from last week alone. So what's happening is this traumatic shift in our energy. We're implementing more fluid, more creative, more spontaneous energy into our lives. And we're feeling out what actually feels good. And this is actually going to be really great energetically for us to to be able to process this uh, alarming shift to our lives. So back when I when I first started the episode, I, I said that it's going to be traumatic. And I, I wanted to preface with that because when something happens that your body is not in the emotional, hormonal, psychological state to process it, the energetic surge of the energy that has happened in the body has to go somewhere it's kind of like you know blowing a fuse in your house too much energy too much power you need to ground your power line as energetic beings we have to ground our bodies and what happened at the beginning was you saw it it was pure chaos and panic people were hoarding toilet paper for heaven's sakes and what that means is that at this point, we, because we're being forced to stay at home, are giving the our bodies the grace and the time period that it needs to energetically adapt to the shift. Most times in life, you're actually not able to Have that opportunity to integrate what's happening, which is why it settles in the body as trauma. The beautiful thing is, so trauma can be released, the most gentle way to do it is actually through breath. So in energy healing sessions with me, a lot of times you'll hear me make like yawning noises or like kind of like sometimes it's a little coffee, it feels a little burpy, breathy. There's like a lot of breath, air in in and out of my mouth. What I'm doing is helping to release energy from the body. It's transferring through my body and I'm releasing it for my client. And what we're finding, so because breath is one of the ways, another way is movement, um, massage of uh, any type of trigger point work, any type of stretching, Yoga, all of these things are super great for releasing energetic buildup. What's being done right now? People have all the time. You're seeing them go outside and walk. You're seeing them take slower mornings. I'm seeing all over the place people who have never meditated before in their lives have meditated every single day. They're sitting there breathing intentional breath. Usually when you first started, you start with a guided meditation. A lot of times the guided meditations guide you to actually release energy through breath. The amount of people that are taking up yoga, at-home workouts, things like that that feel good as opposed to going to a class and just doing what the instructor tells you. Because, I mean... I know I'm not the only person that puts on like a yoga thing. And I was like, oh, I'm going to stay in this one a little longer. Oh, I'm going to do this instead. I know that like, even though I'm following a teacher, I'm at home and I kind of just do whatever I want, whatever feels good. You're seeing the opportunity to actually do some of the innate healing work. Your body knows what to do. We just haven't been programmed to listen to it. So what's happening is this time right now is giving us this grace and this space to release a lot of the energetic buildup that has happened from the beginning when this all started. So what we're seeing is a more... At this point, I definitely feel like at first the when closures and things like that first began, definitely like a feeling of like, oh, what am I going to do? How am I, you know, I need to go to work, I need to do this, I need to do that. And this lack of masculine energy that was literally ripped right out from underneath you, you felt lost in the feminine. I know a lot of people felt lost. How do, how do I structure my day? I'm just going to sleep in every day and then I'm just going to do this. And what's happened is you're like, okay, that doesn't, it only feels good for a little bit to do nothing. And then you recognize the psychological effect that doing nothing has on your mind. And you're like, okay, I've got to do something. So, you know, you get up and you start to follow things that feel good. Movement, foods that feel good. I find myself so drawn right now to citrus foods and to orange foods. So orange foods are going to be for your second chakra. Um, citrus foods, tropical f- foods, yellow foods, things like that are great for your solar plexus. So second chakra is going to be creation, connection. What do you think we're all lacking right now? Okay, solar plexus is your will, po- your uh, sense of self, your will, willpower. This is your powerhouse of who you are. And when your titles that you've identified with, whether that be, you know, CEO or, you know, school PTA mom or best friend to so and so, when you take that all away and when you're being socially distanced from all that you think that you are and all the titles and energy that that, those titles hold, when that's taken away from you, You're left to explore who you really are. So what we're finding is that people are moving and people are connecting in ways that they maybe wouldn't have before, but feel really good. I can tell you personally that I have seen some people more during this social distancing, and by seen I mean I have done virtual Zoom calls um, or FaceTime and stuff like that, more than ever. More than I ever saw them in person because we were just quote-unquote too busy. This time is so, so beautiful and so precious because it's allowing us this, this holding, this container to really explore what actually feels good without obligations and responsibilities. Yes, we're homeschooling our kids. I am right there with you. Both my kids are in elementary school. However, the rigidity of getting up at a certain time, the rushed morning routine, the hurry, 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 so we can get out the door, drop you off, go do this, go do that, pick you up, take you to this, take you to that, go home, do homework, make dinner, go to bed, love you, good night. That's all stopped. I'm actually able to sit down and just spend time talking to my kids, playing outside And not feel the need to hurry to get anywhere. I don't have anywhere to be. Which is great. It's allowing me to be present. To be mindful. It's allowing me when I do feel some of these feelings of uncertainty. Unsurety. Maybe a little anxious. All of those are root chakra issues. Which... We're all experiencing a huge shakeup right now. And what it's allowing me to do, it's actually allowing me to heal myself. This time is allowing us to tune into our energetic body in ways you have never been open to before because you've been too busy, which is going to be so wonderful. If you take this opportunity and look at the healing opportunities and the connection opportunities and the way in which it is serving you right now, I guarantee you, you will be able to find your way out of this a much more grounded, secure person. I actually feel, even though a lot of security, financial security, um, you know, just physical things of security have been taken away from me as well. And I don't actually feel uncertain. I feel very much like I have always been cared for, provided for, looked after, because I've continued to look for ways to serve others, look for ways that feels good in my soul. And when you're on your path of your soul's assignment and your your contract to what you're supposed to learn here no matter how these you know learning curves show up for this soul's assignment you're able to navigate through them more easily knowing that you are always loved always supported so at this point if there was anything that we you were emotionally struggling with energetically struggling with at the beginning of all of this, at this point now, you've begun to honor things that feel good for you. It's allowing you to actually process through a traumatic experience that honestly could really shape your future for the good or for the more tumultuous, let's put it that way. (laughs) I'd rather take this time to learn what I need to learn rather than fight it. Leaning into uncomfortability. Um, there's a beautiful, um, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's by Viktor Frankl. If you haven't read A Man's Search for Meaning, get that book now. I don't care if you got to wait an extra week for Amazon, you got time. Um, but basically he talks about pain it is inevitable. You are not the only person experiencing pain right now or ever. You are not the only person that experiences loss, depression, isolation, anxiety. Every single person experiences all of these things. Freedom, we've quickly seen, can is not free. Your freedom to go and come as you please, leave your house, go to the grocery store, go to a restaurant that can easily be taken away. He talks about um you know that in countries especially that are have a lot of liberties and a lot of um freedoms how when there is a prevailing government and you know rules of which the country has chosen to abide by, no matter which country you live in, you live and abide by those rules. Or you, you leave. <laughs> and, or they ask you to leave, they remove you. Um, and so he talks about, you know, when these things happen and when these things change, where you thought you were free, you you really are not as a human being. But what you are, what is free, is your ability to choose that during times of pain during times of lack. So instead of looking at this like suffering, looking at it as very much a gift and an opportunity, it will definitely help us process through energetically and prepare our bodies so that you're able to process through these intense emotions and allow them to pass through the body. As you're experiencing shifts in energy, the energetic surge doesn't actually get caught in your connective tissues, your fascia. This is where aches, pains that are kind of unexplained. This is where they come from. You know, lower back issues, knee issues, stuff like that. A lot of times you can go to a doctor and he's like, well, you know, it's probably from this or that. Unless you've had like an actual injury, people are like, well, you just, you know, you have a weak, a weak lower back. Well, that's not actually the case. There are specific energetic reasons why you have aches and pains in different areas of your physical body. It is the body's way of trying to tell you that something is off energetically. And a lot of times, again, these stem back to experiences between childhood and eight years old. But it can also happen during times like this when there is a dramatic shift in energy that your body is not actually able to process through in the state that it's in so again i feel very blessed emotionally energetically i had been doing a lot of the work that people are now kind of doing i'd been doing it for a couple of years because i had been called to it and felt the need to do it for so long which is part of the reason why i feel like i need to share with you guys a lot of this wisdom and a lot of these tools if you don't follow me on instagram there's all sorts of things right now that you can utilize um visualizations, affirmations, mantras, all this stuff that is so helpful and can dramatically shift your energetic body so that you don't hold on to any of the low vibrational emotions that are happening right now. There's nothing wrong with having a lower vibrational emotion. I want to clarify that. All of fear, shame, guilt, all of those things are completely normal in this human experience. Completely normal. And honestly, you have to have them. The difference is when you are in that lower vibrational frequency for longer periods of time, you cultivate more of that. So in order to shift yourself... Out of some of those feelings, again, like feelings of depression, anxiety, um, fear, guilt, insecurities, all of those things, it's okay to feel them. Feel them. Allow yourself to be like, I understand. Even if you have to say to yourself, like, self, it's okay. I hear you. Give that emotion a hug, even if even if you even if you have to visualize the word like guilt, okay in your mind, in your mind, give the word guilt a hug and say, you know, I release you, you're not serving me. And then notice when you feel good. All of my clients will tell you right now they are feeling their best when they've been outside, when they are choosing, whole nutrient-dense foods, when they are drinking a lot of water, when they are going to sleep at a normal bedtime, when they're not spending too much time in front of a screen. I mean, right now it's kind of hard. We're all like, what else uh, else could I do? But, you know, between like computer, TV, phone, there's a lot of screen time. So when they've kind of limited that before bedtime, they feel really great. Um, When they've done meditation, all of these things, they're noticing a huge shift in their energy right afterwards. So if you're starting to feel some of those, freak, those feelings that you notice are giving you a like low vibe type feeling, I don't know how else to describe it because sometimes it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is. You're like, but it just doesn't feel normal. I don't feel like this normally. And I don't feel good. When you just don't feel good, Notice, okay, when did I feel good? When did I feel excited about things? When did I feel lit up? When I was dancing? When I was, you know, talking with my best girlfriend? When I was, you know, sitting outside in the sun? What was it? And then go do one of those things, even if you don't want to, even if it's only for two minutes. Literally yesterday I was having just one of those days where I was just like, gosh, I just, I don't feel motivated to do anything and I really plan to get a lot of work done and I was like, you know what? I know what makes me feel better. I'm going to go do some yoga. Literally lay down on my mat, took about f- seven deep breaths. And I was like, no, I don't really feel like it. Got a snack, <laughs> went back to whatever I was doing. And then it took me a little while. I showered. I was like, you know what? No, I do need to move. And I went came back to my mat. And I only did about 20, 30 minutes of yoga. It wasn't long or anything like that. I just put my headphones in and I just moved. And afterwards I was like, Ugh. Why did I wait so long? But I didn't judge myself. I didn't get angry. I was like, no, my body just doesn't I don't feel like it. It's okay to have those feelings, but being aware that I'm not going to stay here and when I feel that slight like shift, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go exercise. I'm going to get outside. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to journal. I'm gonna do all of these things that make me feel connected to myself, connected to something higher. Implementing all of these tools during this time, again, is such a huge, huge game changer for allowing your body to energetically process the shift that is happening so it does not get lodged in your physical body as trauma that you have to work through later. You're already working through things that you experienced between birth and eight years old. Why add more to it if you don't have to? You have the tools. You have an adult governing your body. Okay, the adult knows what feels good, what makes you actually feel better on a soul level. Not like a a cocktail at happy hour, good. Like a soul transcendental crying at the end of Shavasana in a yoga class, good. Now you don't have to cry every time. (laughs) But noticing those things And then implementing them is what is going to make the the biggest difference for us right now. And you're noticing people are naturally doing it. They're wanting to do it because they don't have any other ways to fill their time up with busy work that actually doesn't make them feel good on a soul level. That isn't honoring the feminine energy that we're being called to embrace. So... During these times right now, I really, 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 really want you to notice the things that when you're doing them, that actually make you feel good. You, it sets your soul on fire. Write them down if you have to. And then every time you're experiencing something that makes you not feel like yourself and you don't feel so good, and you notice you're getting those kind of low-vibey, like, meh feelings, implement one of your one of your tools. You're building your own toolbox. You are your own best healer. I work with tons of people doing healing work, however, the transformation and the healing work actually happens when they implement all of the tools that we talk about during their session on a day-to-day basis. It's not the coming to me part. It's the leaning, I just empower them to lean into their intuitive knowing of how to operate their own bodies, their own physical bodies, listening to their intuitive spirit, their soul, their energy. Their energy is the the link between their soul and their physical body. That's how messages are sent. All I'm doing is helping them learn to tune into it and then tap into it and use it. So during these times, Take the times when you feel really good, write those things down, and then utilize those tools for yourself. That's your body's intuitive knowing of what is right for you. I hope that you all are finding this podcast in a safe, socially distanced home, (laughs) Um, and really tapping into your own intuitive knowing listening to your body, eating when you're hungry, sleeping when you're tired, going outside when you, f- when you feel the sunshine calling, doing all of those things so that way you can help to process through what is happening right now and come out on the other side unscathed and also stronger, more balanced, more aware and healed than maybe you went in. I would love if you enjoyed this episode and have any takeaways, please screenshot, share it to your Instagram st- stories, tag me at shalanecarter.com, dot com, at shalanecarter, you can also go to shalanecarter.com, check things out there, but tag me on Instagram, um, share it with your friends, so many people could use a lot of this knowledge right now. So. The best thing that you can do is to connect with others, is to share things that you're enjoying, share ways to heal, share ways to feel better, to feel lighter right now. We could all use a little bit more of that. So until next time, cheers guys.